uh, chinch bugs look for drought stressed grass and uh, he who does not water his yard will get chinch bugs and they will eat you out of house and home. Welcome to the Houston Grass Podcast with Houston Grass owner Michael Romine. Tips to help you buy, install, and care for your grass in the Houston area. Hi, this is Michael Romine and this is the Houston Grass Podcast. Uh, here we are in uh, early early June in Houston, Texas, and it's gotten hotter uh, than than when we talked about a month ago. And uh, we're still not still not getting a whole lot of help from Mother Nature. Got a got a couple inches of rain a couple weeks ago, which all the all the farmers were grateful for, no doubt. But uh, we don't have. Uh, it's not helping a whole lot with the water in the lawn bill for sure we're not getting any good consistent rains and so uh want to want to talk about that a little bit today the the watering and some fertilizing uh and just just some of the uh taking care of grass when it starts to get hot outside kind of kind of tips i guess uh if you haven't already uh fertilized for the summer with the super turf uh ideally you would probably do that in in may or so uh according to their according to the nitrofoss schedule that they keep out but if you haven't done it uh there's no time like the present uh we we just got another big shipment of it in here uh today because we went through what we had and uh it's really a, if you if you look at nitrofoss's schedule i've got it here in front of me and it uh it actually mentions a, a couple of fertilizations during the summer and if you're if you're going to do any fertilizing during the summer you definitely want to do it with super turf and the reason being is other than it's a fantastic blend of fertilizer is if it's uh part of their nitrogen and it is is slow release and i don't know what percentage is is slow release uh i think about half of it uh is slow release so you get the instant green up for the for the for the lawn uh but then it, it holds on to about half of it and slowly releases that nitrogen into the soil. That's good on several fronts. Uh, you, you get the uh, you do get the instant gratification of a green yard, but then you also uh, you, you slowly release that nitrogen into the soil. And that way, the number one thing is you don't burn your grass. A big influx of nitrogen into into grass this time of year that's not followed up with enough water uh can really burn grass and this this can can help uh prevent that uh so you get it out there of course and water it in real good uh with one of your one of your uh you should be watering a couple times a week right now a good half inch watering right after you apply the fertilizer would 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 be great and uh then just back to your to your regularly scheduled waterings uh and speaking of your of your waterings, uh, you, you should be again watering about one inch of water per week right now uh, with a hose and a sprinkler. I have found that that takes uh, takes about four hours with with most uh, city water pressure and, and and most sprinklers. Obviously, the best way to determine that uh, whether you have an irrigation system or or you're watering with a hose and a sprinkler is sticking a rain gauge out there and, and, and seeing. Uh, and I. Uh, Ideally, you do that with two one-half inch waterings uh, per week. So if you're using a hose and sprinkler, uh, two hours on Saturday and two hours again on, on Wednesday or so. 
and, and, and ideal watering time is, of course, always in the morning before the wind kicks up and before that evaporation really gets uh, really gets kicked off. So uh, stay on top of that watering because if you're not, uh, <laughs> one thing I'll mention here, another one of our topics is, is chinch bugs. Uh, uh, chinch bugs look for drought-stressed grass, and uh, he who does not water his yard will get chinch bugs, and they will eat you out of house and home. Uh, as as chinch bugs eat, uh, they they there is no coming back from it. Uh, they inject a toxin into the grass as they eat it, and uh, it's basically like you spray Roundup on it. That that grass will be is gone. So uh, you will be having to call us uh, and uh, and talking about grass replacement. Uh, the only thing that'll come back there normally is that it kills the St. Augustine out, and then the uh, the the you see common Bermuda is what comes back in its place, and uh, that can be kind of unsightly over time for sure. So uh, stay on top of your watering. Uh, get get that mowing height up. That mowing height uh, is it, it helps you you transition from three to three and a half inches to three and a half or four inches or so. Uh, uh, it, it helps it helps shade that dirt underneath it. Uh, it helps hold that moisture in longer, so you don't lose as much to evaporation. Uh, it's not as stressful on the grass. There's there's lots of reasons to increase that mowing height, but you definitely want to do that this time of year. This is the now through September. Keep that mowing height uh, up and make sure your water and your the grass is is really really growing this time of year. So you really want to uh, be watering uh, mowing at least once a week, uh, and probably if you're taking very good care of your grass and meaning you're watering how you're supposed to and you're fertilizing how you're supposed to. You really need to mow about every five days, because, or you're going to be raking because you're going to get so much, so much thatch because the grass is producing so much. Because you, you never want to, on any type of grass, you never want to cut more than a third of the leaf tissue off at a time, and uh, or it stresses it. And uh, if you're only mowing once a week, you're probably cutting more like half of it off because that grass is really, really growing this time of year. Uh, it's not going to be, it's not the end of the world. Most people have the the if you got a lawn service, they're coming once a week, or you just don't feel like going out there more than more than once every seven days. It just it's important to follow it up with a real good watering. Uh, the best time to water one of your waterings should absolutely be uh, the day after you mow. Uh, that is a, a real good time to put some water on it. Uh, you get a real good response then, and it just helps that grass. If it, if it is stressed at all, that water helps uh, knock the edge off of that. Uh, off of that off of that stress to the grass so uh on on the flip side of watering here another thing i would like to talk about a little bit is gray leaf spot we're getting lots of phone calls about gray leaf spot as it gets hot and humid uh it's just a fact of life in this part of the part of the world uh we carry heritage g uh which is a granular fungicide that is as far as i'm concerned is second to none as far as treating, uh, preventing and treating gray leaf spot. Uh, if any, anytime anybody is going to buy grass from us this time of year, that's going to be planted in the shade specifically, uh, our grass comes with a lot of fertilizer in it because we do take the extra care of it and, and, and spend a lot of extra money. That's where we get our thick, pretty lush, deep green grass from is comes from fertilizer. And when you take, uh, 
well-fertilized grass and you put plant it in the shade and then you dump a whole lot of water on it, which is what you have to do to get grass established, uh, particularly the palmetto, because that's the one that we recommend if you're going, uh, you're going to plant grass in the shade, you're going to see those little brown dots show up pretty quick uh, on the grass. Our farm treats with a fungicide monthly uh, and the fungicide lasts about a month, but we never know uh, as it comes to us where it's going to be, how much longer till that fungicide is going to wear out. So we recommend within the first week of planting grass uh, this time of year, specifically if it's going in the shade, uh, putting an application of the Heritage G out. You put it out just like fertilizer. Uh, if you've got one of the Scott spreaders, uh, I believe you, you put it out on like a 1.5 or, or thereabouts. Of course, follow the directions on the bag and all the spreaders are a little different. But point being it is it doesn't take a whole lot of it, uh, especially if you're putting it out preventatively. If you've got, if you already have the gray leaf spot, you have to double the rate. So uh, that also means more money. So uh, Heritage G is great. You put it out once, you put it out again 21 days later, and that'll uh, usually, usually keep you out of trouble with the new grass, uh, especially if you're planting it in the shade. So be aware of the gray leaf spot. Look for those little brown dots on the grass uh, about the gee whiz. They're, uh, they're, they're not very big. They start out as little bitty brown dots on the, on the on, you know, individual blade of grass, but then they quickly spread and take over that whole blade of grass and the, the, it just disappears, turns uh, ugly and it just disappears. It, uh, the whole whole piece of grass turns brown and of course it spreads and it can spread out through the whole area and it, it can actually left uncontrolled, it can wipe you out. So uh, be on the lookout for gray leaf spot, whether it's, uh, it's especially if you're trying to plant new grass and you're really having to dump lots of water on it. Uh, but even in existing lawns, uh, especially in the shadier areas, if you, if you see some of those little gray dots showing up, uh, I mean, there are several places that sell, sell the stuff. Uh, I, I, we sell it in a 10 pound bag and a 30 pound bag. Uh, right now, the, 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 I'm sure it's on our, our site here, uh, but I, I believe it's $50 and $110 for the big bag. So the stuff is expensive, uh, but it does its job very well and it doesn't take a whole lot of it to, to do it. Uh, and, and it also can be used, uh, if you if you don't use it all, it, it can also be used to prevent and or treat uh, brown patch in the fall. So uh, it's also excellent at that. When we when we get the ugly uh, crop circles out in our yard, the gray the the uh, yellow circles in our yard in the fall, it can prevent that. So uh, I'm a big big fan of the Heritage G. Uh, Another thing I'd like to talk about here is uh, a lot of people call, and I guess from uh, looking around, they're 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 searching for grass farms and looking looking to get grass directly from from farms and whatnot. I don't think many farms sell directly to the public because uh, I, I mainly they don't they don't but they're out in the country for the most part for for one thing. Uh, so if somebody were willing to drive down to some of them, they might could get them. But the, the grass farms aren't going to sell a few pieces or, or or something like that to the public. You you go to the I'm kind of the next step up the food chain. Uh, the, they sell to retailers that normally sell the the smaller quantities. Uh, like to, to the big box stores and, and stuff like that. 
However, we are kind of a hybrid. I would like to point out that uh, the grass farm that all my grass front, grass comes from is my family's grass farm. Uh, it is uh, uh, down in Bay City, uh, Triangle Turf, and it is it's it's my dad's company that he's uh, uh, been started about two years before I was born, and now uh, him and my brother run it. My my brother kind of runs runs the the day to day. So if I have any questions at all. Uh, about anything that's going on, I, my, my brother's a phone call away, and uh, again, there there is no comparison. Uh, we 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 scream this from the rooftops pretty regularly on the phone, but there, there's just not much comparison to uh, our grass and other folks. Uh, I, I don't, uh, we don't, we don't, uh, we're not we're not bragging, but uh, we they they just spend the extra money on the grass. Uh, in lots of in lots of different areas, uh, the fertilizer probably being one of the biggest ones, uh, and, and the water. Our our farm is 100% automatic uh, under automated irrigation, so it gets water when it's supposed to, uh, the twice a week, and uh, it gets the fertilizer every every six to eight weeks. And just a lot of farms just don't spend that spend that extra money, and uh, the result uh, the the proof is in the block of grass. Uh, so you, 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 you come look at our grass and most people are pretty astounded at, at what, what they turn out and especially when they compare it to the competition. Not only that, the big box stores, most of them get a shipment of grass uh, once a week or so and this time of year the grass has about 30 hours to sit on that pallet before it starts turning yellow. Uh, we all we do here is sell grass and so we turn over grass we we get at least a truckload a day here at our yard uh if not two so we are constantly 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 turning over that turning over that inventory if we get if we hold a pallet of grass more than 30 hours uh we we discount it uh those folks you just uh <laughs> you pull up to the big box stores and you you see their mound of grass that they had left over and it's kind of like well that that's what we have take it or leave it and uh it's some of the grass may survive uh it's just not very pretty to look at uh so all we do is grass, and we've got nothing but the best. So, uh, and like I said, if I if if there's ever any issues, I, I'm a, the uh, I have a direct link to the farm. So uh, it, it's uh, it makes our job really easy, frankly, because they they do turn out such an excellent product. Uh, we're we're probably not the not the cheapest guys on the on the block, but uh, I think we're very competitively priced, especially if you compare us to the big box stores. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I think we're about 30 or 40% cheaper than them. So, uh, we, we got good grass and we only get it from one place. We know where it's coming from every time. So it's easy to be consistent. Uh, and we know what we're going to get every time. So, uh, that's, that's, I just wanted to sorry, get on my soapbox about that. I'll, I'll get off that now. <laughs> So uh, let's see. Another another thing I would like to talk about here is uh, okay. Well, let's 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 touch on on removing Bermuda grass. A lot of people call too and want to want to know about re removing Bermuda grass from their St. Augustine. Uh, we we uh, that that's a pretty regular question that comes through here. We uh, the, the the problem is that there's there's no easy way to do that. The only way to get rid of common Bermuda in your St. Augustine is spraying those areas out with a non-selective herbicide uh, like Roundup. 
and giving it giving it a little time to die out a week or so and then scraping that grass out of there and replacing it with new turf uh, a little topsoil a little enriched topsoil and going underneath it is a, is a great idea uh, and then watering it in and that 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 is really the only way to get rid of uh, of common Bermuda out of those uh, out of those areas so uh, that's something to if you you keep a good healthy lawn and you don't have a lot of shade you're, but if you're doing the uh doing the bi-weekly watering uh, a couple times doing the watering a couple times a week and you're fertilizing whatever three to four times a year and you stay on top of that mowing that is the the best thing that you can do to keep weeds and including the common bermuda grass out of your out of your lawn so uh, stay on top of those uh, those best practices there, and you'll uh, you, you won't have to battle all that. You won't have to spend money on the chemicals and put all the chemicals out there to to try to fight those things. So uh, I would that's just a word to the wise there. Thank you for listening to the Houston Grass Podcast. We have more information on our website at HoustonTurfGrass.com. dot